Hi, you're listening to the Sports Tourism on Air podcast, where I, Vadim Ilchuk, will reveal, dear listeners, the incredible world of sport from the touristic perspective to you, so the sport tourism industry stakeholders can be sure that with this podcast they will always be on trend. This podcast is produced by Sportreisen and Dekadadnet Sports Company, an international travel event organizer with more than 10 years of experience. And here I will talk with different worldwide experts for whom the sport and the sports travel industry is a passion of life. Today we will talk about Madrid, the city of tourism revolutions. What is the history of the most famous stadiums in Madrid, where fans can feel the atmosphere on non-match days? And what are the key pillars of touristic Madrid? Hector Coronel, the director of tourism at Madrid City Council, is our special guest, helping us to find the answers to these questions. Madrid is probably one of the cities that everyone in the world dreams of visiting. Beautiful climate, beaches, delicious food and, of course, football, which is part of Spanish culture. And now, let's start to see which locations have absorbed the essence of Spanish football. And we will begin with the Royal Stadium of the Royal Club. Estadio Santiago Bernabeu is the stadium where Real Madrid plays. It began to be built in 1944 and it opened in 1947. Then it had the name Estadio Real Madrid Club de Fútbol. And only in January 1955, after the General Assembly of Members Compromisaros, it was decided that the stadium adopt its present name in honor of club president Santiago Bernabeu. The stadium is the second largest in Spain and can accommodate more than 80,000 fans. This stadium hosted such major tournaments as the finals of the Champions League in 1957, 1969, 1980, 2010. The final matches of the European Nations Cup 1964 and the World Cup 1982. Also, the stadium hosted the second leg of the 2018 Copa Libertadores finals, making Santiago Bernabeu the first stadium to host two most important Premier Continental Cup finals, UEFA Champions League and Copa Libertadores. At the stadium you can visit the stadium tour, where you can personally see this great club's achievements. The stadium has a unique feature, called the Walk of Legends, a pathway that runs around the stadium's perimeter and features statues and plaques of some of Real Madrid's greatest players and coaches. The stadium is constantly trying to develop, and in 2019 another reconstruction began, which continues today. The reconstruction will make the Santiago Bernabeu a more modern, comfortable and safe arena, and improve it by adding rest areas, restaurants and entertainment venues. Technologies occupy the main place in the basis of this project. The stadium will have a site dedicated to eSports, and the arena will be equipped with an impressive scoreboard with a 360 degrees view. 
one of the outstanding features of the stadium will be a circular facade consisting of steel strips and strips that can be illuminated and onto which images can be projected. The new arena will also offer the possibility of covering the field with both a permanent and retractable roof, ensuring that all seats are covered. It's uh, most probably to have the stadium open by the end of this year with a huge event. After this opening uh, during the 24, we will be hosting a, a lot of uh, different events in the, in the city. So this is this is great, you know, because uh, it's like a city icon in, in Madrid. Uh, not only because the Real Madrid is it's, uh, 14 times uh, the champion, championship of the European League, but also because of the the new venue will be also a city icon and international. And what can we say about the home of Atletico Madrid? Colchoneros play at Civitas Metropolitano Stadium. Before that, Atletico's home stadium was the Estadio Vicente Calderón. The stadium accommodated almost 55,000 spectators. The stadium seats were painted in red and white colors, the colors of the Atletico club. Vicente Calderón hosted official and friendly matches for the club and the Spanish national team. In 2003 it became the first Spanish stadium to be awarded the title Elite Stadium by UEFA and to receive 5 stars. But in September 2013 Atletico Madrid announced it would be built its new stadium. It was about Civitas Metropolitano. The capacity of the stadium will be 67,000 spectators. The construction cost is 240 million euros. Starting from the 2017-2018 season, it is the home stadium of Atletico. And in 2019 the Vicente Calderón was almost completely demolished. And residential quarters and a park are planned to be built in its place. Since the new stadium is relatively young, it does not have many outstanding matches. However, in 2019 the final of the 2018-2019 UEFA Champions League took place, in which Liverpool defeated Tottenham with a score of 2-0. Therefore, this stadium has a bright future. There is a new project in the in the area. I think it's already approved. All the stadium will host and uh, in the surroundings of the stadium, the new seat of a sport, no, uh, of uh, Atlético de Madrid. So they will have uh, uh, next to the stadium new fields, no, for training or even hotels, no, to accommodate the different teams coming from different places of the world. And apart from the football matches, of course, the, the, the stadium also hosts uh, different concerts and uh, musical uh, events you know, in the area. So very important and in a different part of the city, you know, next to very close to the Madrid airport and very well connected to city center as well. Madrid, a city that adores bars and sports, 
often witnesses a harmonious union of these two pleasures. When significant competitions, especially football matches involving the national team or the city's prominent clubs, virtually any Madrid bar can transform into a sports bar. La Liga 29 Sports Bar and many other locations are ready to welcome you and help you immerse yourself in an unparalleled football atmosphere with other fans. However, there will also be a place for those who want to learn more about Madrid's football culture. In this case, you have to visit the Legends, the home of the Football Museum, which is located in Madrid. Hector will tell you more about it. It will be uh, like a, a milestone because it's a unique experience you know, through the history of football, reliving some of the sport's most thrilling and unforgettable moments by embarking on a chronological journey that uses the most advanced technology, including immersed and for the experiences. Uh, it occupies more than 4,000 square meters and layers will also house of amazing collection of more than 5,000 items from footballing history. Authentic treasures, including boots and balls used by the first world champions, the kids of such legendaries uh, stars as Maradona, uh, Paolo Rossi, Di Stefano, Messi, Zidane, Iniesta, and Cristiano Ronaldo, of course, among others. The Legends also features a gaming area where visitors can discover the latest technological advances associated with the football. You can also visit the Vallecas area, where Rayo Vallecano, another Madrid club, is located. It is less popular than Atletico or Real, but this is where you can feel that football is also about the identity of every citizen of Spain. Madrid is a city that has experienced three tourism revolutions – hospitality, culture and gastronomy. Let's consider them in order. Regarding hospitality, Madrid has many hotels for every taste, which will always be happy to receive you. In them, you can visit a large number of restaurants with Spanish and international cuisine, which will not leave you hungry. Madrid is a city where many people from different countries and continents live, so you won't find a better place to meet new people, learn new experience and share yours. The city does everything possible to make every resident feel at home. What could be better? Culture is one of the reasons why you should immediately buy a ticket and visit this beautiful city. For example, you should visit the Museo Nacional Centro de Arte Reina Sofia or Queen Sofia National Museum Art Center, where you can fully appreciate all the beauty of Spanish art. The museum is mainly devoted to Spanish art. The museum highlights include the excellent collection of two of Spain's greatest masters of the 20th century. Pablo Picasso and Salvador Dali. Undoubtedly, the most famous masterpiece in the museum is Picasso's Wernica. Also, you cannot pass by the Teatro Real Opera House, the most famous opera house in Spain, and one of the most famous worldwide. This place will allow you to immerse yourself in the pain and joy of the Spanish people. This theater also received the Best International Opera Theater Award from the prestigious International Opera Awards in 2020. 
2021. And catch another tip from Hector. Of course, if we are speaking about traditions, we probably have to go to the flamenco. And the flamenco is original from Andalusia, but the, tabla, the tablao flamenco, which is the place where you can see a, a flamenco show, are original from Madrid. And in here in Madrid, we have a lot of them, and the flamenco itself is uh, considered part of the UNESCO. I mean, and, and this is something that I will strongly recommend you know, for all the visitors to go to a flamenco show. Even you are not really fan of the, of dancing or that kind of music, uh, the flamenco, the tabla flamenco, you can not even see, you can feel the passion you know, of this tradition. And last, but not least, gastronomy. You know, in Madrid, we like to have fun. We have and we, you know, celebrate everything on a table and having a dinner or having a, a lunch. And we are very restricted, no, in terms of uh, the the offer, no, gastronomy offer, and and that's why the, all the the restaurants, all the offering in, in Madrid is uh, very high end. No? It's uh, very ex exclusive. Of course, you can find many establishments for every taste in such a prominent place. Asian, Italian and French cuisines. All this is in Madrid. However, if you want to feel like a real Spaniard, try one of the most famous Madrid dishes, cocido madrileño. The most common take on this traditional Spanish stew usually consists of a flavorful broth full of vegetables, chickpeas, chorizo sausages and pork. Another classic dish of Madrid is tortilla de patatas, or potato omelette, a staple of Spanish cuisine and one of the most typical foods in Madrid. That could be runny piles of egg and potato that you have to scoop up with bread. Or on the other hand, firm slices featuring everything from caramelized onions to mushrooms, sausages, peppers. In Madrid you also can find the oldest restaurant in the world. Sobrino de Botin. The restaurant was founded in 1725 by the Frenchman Jean Botin and his wife, and had the primary name Casa Botin. Still after the owner's death, the business was taken over by the nephew of Jean, Candido Remis, who changed the restaurant's name to Sobrino de Botin, which is unsurprising, because Sobrino means nephew. If you want something more modern in Madrid, you can visit many restaurants that have been awarded the Michelin Award, one of the most prestigious awards for restaurants. That is tourism in Madrid. Majestic, proud and historical. I hope you liked the episode. If yes, subscribe to this podcast and wait for the next episodes very soon. Find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Let's dig into the world of sports tourism together.